0: Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Emor Chamishi, the fifth Aliyah in Parshas Emor. Our Aliyah runs from Perik Chavkemel, Passoch Chavkemel to Pasuk Lamed Beys. It is Tem Sukim Long. The topic of our Aliyah is the festivals part two. The festivals we're going to be focusing on today is Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. The Torah tells us about Rosh Hashanah in Three It's going to be on the first day of the seventh month. That this day is uh, is uh, is special. It is a Shabboson Zichron Trua Mikra It is a a day of rest. It is a day of remembering the Trua or the blowing, or the sound of this of this blowing, and it is a kholu convocation without work being done. That's the first section. Then the next part, which is the remainder of the Aliyah, is on the tenth of that month. Is Yom Kippurim. It's the day of Yom Kippur, and we're told that you're supposed to afflict your souls, no work is to be done, um, and it is a day of atonement. The Torah goes so far as to tell us that a person who will not afflict themselves, that person will be cut off from their people, it's a very serious and significant punishment. Um, any any melacha, any person who does melacha on this day will also suffer those consequences. We're told that it's a day of Shabbos, Shabbos on rest of rest. No work is to be done. On the ninth of the month, from, from the evening to evening, you will rest. That's the way that the, the Aliyah goes. So a lot of basic questions. Number one is, we know the events behind Pesach and Matan Torah the previous Aliyah, but we don't know the events behind Rosh Hashanah. Why are we celebrating Rosh Hashanah? Why are we commemorating it? So Sikta tells us that it was in fact the day that Adam HaRishon was created. The world was created on the 25th of Elul, and six days later, on the sixth day of creation, was the first of Tishrei, which is the day when Adam Harishan was created. In a certain sense, the most basic idea is the day of your creation is a day of judgment. Do you validate you coming around the cycle again, walking around the, the year cycle one more time? Have you done what it's necessary to, to receive a new grant of life? That's what happens with Rosh Hashanah um well, Saratskin does point out that it also was the day in which if you look at the Gemara in Sanhedrin which Adam Arishon also sinned as well and was forgiven which means to say that there's a certain element of sinning and forgiving on Rosh itself and so therefore it is also th- that day of atonement to that to that degree as well. Uh now why why is Rosh a day of zikhron Trua, remembering the chua? So Rashi brings two possibilities and that is that it is a day we remember the psukkim, of zikronos and Shafras, which we mentioned in the Rosh Hashanah Musaf davening today. Um, and those are there to remind us of the sacrifice that we were willing to make at Akedah That is what we're rem- rem- reminding ourselves then through those Pesukim, or our Kadesh Baruch Hu, as well through those Pesukim. However, the Gemara Rosh Hashanah does point out that this might be a remez, might be a hint to the fact that during the weekday we do blow the Shafar on Rosh Hashanah, but... On a Shabbos, we the Chazal decided not to do it to avoid the concern of any chilul, any um, desecration of Yom which could be uh, could be uh, could be done. And that being the case, um, the zikron shuvah, remembrance of trova, is a hint to the fact that we are going to, that that we don't do it all the time, that we don't do it always on a Shabbos as well, even though that from the Torah mandate that was not the case. Um, what is interesting about that is is that the um, Gemara does say. That a year that does not have blowing of shofar at the beginning is going to be a bad year at the end. Why? And the Gemara then goes on to clarify, but that's only if the reason we didn't blow was for some other reason other than Shabbos. But if we don't blow in the beginning of the year because it's Shabbos on Hashanah, that's not a problem as well. Why not? Why? Why? Why is such a year a problem if, if you don't blow at the beginning because of erebuv hasatan that the Satan is going to be confused? What's the confusion of the of the Satan? The says suggests. That the reason why Brother Shofar is i um, Uru Yashini quote in the past like, that you know the sleepers are supposed to be awoken when they hear the siren. But another possibility is, another possibility that, um, the Tosa says is that when the Satan hears the shofar, he thinks it's the shofar of Mashiach. However, right? there's a more simple possibility. And that is, is that Heyah of Israel, who are so concerned for the Metz of Hashem that we're going to even sacrifice one of our greatest measures that will help us in our process of I'm coming close to Hashem, which is the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, which reminds us of and, uh, and Hashem of all these incredible things, and yet we sacrifice that Rosh Hashanah for the sake of Shabbos, the Satan, then he gets very confused. Wait a second, why are these Jews being so careful and so um, um, a perfectionist when it comes to the... Their performance of mitzvahs—that is what's confusing to him—and that's why on a day when the year begins on a Shabbos and it, there's no shofar blown, that's not going to be a bad year because the Satan is confused in the first place as to why they are doing that in the first place, even without the shofar. Now, why are Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kipp- Why is the shofar on Yom Rosh Hashanah is the primary mitzvah as it seems in the Torah, and the fasting Yom Kippur is the primary mitzvah as the uh, as the Torah describes it. So, those Zayin in the Torah points out that in that there are two types of corruption when it comes to service of God. One is the corruption of the thought. Another one is the corruption of indulgences or lust. So, corruptions of the body. So, corruptions of thought have to be corrected on Rosh Hashanah. That's when we talk about the ideas, the zikra and what do we stand for? What do we sacrifice for? Who are we? Where we're we going? That's Rosh Hashanah. On Yom Kippur, it's more about sacrificing the indulgences of the body. We're gonna take away all the bodily pleasures on Yom Kippur in order to be able to put that into check. So both the body and the mind are being rectified through the process of Roshana Rosh and Yom Kippur. Now, why was Yom Kippur set as a day of fasting? What was the event behind Yom Kippur? So it turns out, if you do the, 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 the counting, there is Rashi Torah does this in the Torah for us that if you um, if you count between um, the day that the Torah was given, 40 days, the Torah was given a debate in the, in the Gemara, but uh, assuming 6th of Sivan right now, we, we fast forward, uh, there, and then there's a miscount, and there's the Cheta Egel 40 days later. That happens on the 17th of um, Tammuz. That's why the, we have that fast day on that day. Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu comes down, breaks the luchos, the whole the whole business kills another the perpetrators, goes back up. Um, another another forty days from the twenty eighth of the uh, from the eighteenth of Tammuz um, all the way down to the 29th of Ives in the next forty days in which he prays to avert the destruction of Israel and that Hashem be with them directly. Moshe Rabbeinu then goes up the third set of forty days from Rosh Chodesh Elul all the way till Rosh Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is the day of the full atonement for the. Eagle when he comes down with the instructions for the second Mishkan, that is why it's a day of atonement because it was the original day of atonement as well. Finally, why did, at the end of the idea does it tell us that um, that he, if a person fasts on Er Yom Kippur on the ninth to, from the evening to evening, well, that's not how we do it. We don't fast for two days. The so, Gemara Brachah says no, based on a diuk, the way of reading the pasuk more carefully, that really it refers to a person who eats on of Yom Kippur is a person who's going to be considered like they are fasting on Yom Kippur two days in a row. So they're eating on Yom Kippur as a mitzvah to such a degree as like the fasting in Yom Kippur. It's almost like the matter and antimatter. It's the uh, it's the black and the white the, of the, of the of the two the two spaces which combine. combine. Why is that? So it could be possibly be that that is what is known, known as the chazi lachem. Every festival has an element of a part that we enjoy that, that we that is so to speak the pleasures of the human being. And then there's the chatzilashen, Hashem, the part that is more cerebral, intellectual, value-based part of Yom Tov as well. Most Yom Tovim have that by the festivals and the sleep, which is part of the experience. And then there's the davening and the Torah study. But when it comes to Yom Kippur, it's really completely spiritual. But the, the other side of it, the flip side of that is the area of Yom Kippur, which is serving Hashem through indulgence, through involvement in this world, then desisting from this world. Those are the two pieces that come together. Um, and finally, one last question is why is the inu you'll notice that the affliction, the self-affliction of Yom Kippur is mentioned twice in our alia It's mentioned at the beginning of the Aliyah and then and then at the end of the Aliyah as well. So once in the context of Karbanas, unlike any of the other festivals, why is that? So um, perhaps the, the suggestion is is that either the not eating in Yom Kippur is is itself like a carbon it's on the one hand it's the midst of the day on the other hand it also is a carbon a sacrifice of the day why is it a sacrifice of the day because while a person is fasting and their 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 bodily energy and their fat and their blood is being diminished it's like they put that on the back as we said especially on the night before a fast day at the end of mincha there is such a statement which we make is that let all the diminished body fat and fluid because of not eating We'll let that all be a sacrifice like a korban on the Mizbech, and that's what we're doing over here as well. With this, we conclude the 5th Aliyah in Pasha Zem. In the meantime, a wonderful and meaningful day.